The notice of withdrawal from the Rome Statue of the International Criminal Court signed by the first respondent, the Minister of International Relations and Cooperation, without prior parliamentary approval is unconstitutional and invalid. Two, the Cabinet decision to deliver the notice of withdrawal to the United Nations Secretary General without prior parliamentary approval is unconstitutional and invalid. Three, the Minister of International Relations and Cooperation, the Minister of Justice and Correctional Services, and the President of the Republic of South Africa are ordered to forthwith revoke the notice of withdrawal. This decision of the full bench announced by Judge Phineas Mujapilu marks yet another milestone in clarifying the separation of powers between Parliament and the Executive. In explaining the reasons for the decision, Judge Mujapilu said while the process of signing international treaties and withdrawing from them is the responsibility of the Executive arm of government, this must comply with the principle of legality and is subject to constitutional control. Mujapilu says Parliament still has the responsibility to deal with the country's laws. We consider the submissions made through the prism of constitutional guidelines. Broadly, we do not agree with the general tenor and interpretation placed on Section 231 by the government respondents. A notice of withdrawal and a proper construction of Section 231 is the equivalent of ratification, which requires prior parliamentary approval in terms of Section 2312. As correctly argued on behalf of the DA, the act of signing a treaty and the act of delivering a notice of withdrawal are different in effect. The former has no direct legal consequences, while by contrast, the delivery of a notice of withdrawal has concrete legal effects in international law, as it terminates treaty obligations, albeit on a deferred basis in the present case. The Department of Justice spokesperson Tunzi Maga says they will reflect on the judgment. Look, as government, we, we will uh, meticulously reflect on the reasons for the judgment um, because the matter has far-reaching implications and as such we will take a decision whether to appeal or not. The Democratic Alliance has welcomed the court's decision, saying it hopes government will kick-start the parliamentary process on the matter instead of appealing. However, the party's federal chairperson, James Self, says they are ready to continue with their battle should government seek leave to appeal. If the government uh, appeals it, we will will oppose the appeal. Uh, But we really hope, again, that um, the government does not waste further taxpayers' money in engaging in in litigation after litigation. Uh, Generally speaking, we have been reasonably successful in our litigation program, and uh, the only losers have been the government, but the real losers have been the taxpayers of South Africa. Law expert Shadra Guto has also warned of possible retaliation from civil society, including protests and more litigation, should government push through with the notice of withdrawal. Guto adds that appealing the High Court's decision has little prospects of success and that this will instead cost the ANC more electoral support in the 2019 general elections. South Africa is not the ANC. That's the first point. And therefore, even within the ANC, I'm very sure it will be split in the middle in terms of membership and loyalty. Because people will say, if crime such as apartheid is in the International Criminal Court, one of the crimes, and we came from there, 
And now we have the ruling party or the majority party at this point really trying to move out. The ANC will suffer seriously in uh, 2019 when the elections come. An option for government will be to take the withdrawal notice through parliament and with the governing ANC enjoying a majority in the National Assembly, prospects of succeeding in pulling out of the ICC are good, although the process will take longer. I'm Amos Power in Pretoria.